You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, everybody. It's Lee in the house, Lee from Huntsville. I've taken over. We're solid and conservative and just plain right here. Will, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Phil is on his way. So uh, he, he, for some reason, trusted me to take over. So here I am. Oh, this is going to be a great time. <laughs> I'm excited. You're excited. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so I thought a good topic for this hour would be privilege. How that word started for me, what it meant when I was young, how that word has morphed into something totally different over time. Um, when I was young, privilege or privileges were something you earned. It was something you looked forward to. My mom would always say, don't mess up or you're going to lose your privileges. And things like, you know, going outside and playing or those Saturday morning cartoons. And th- this is long before people, long before there was 24-7, uh, you know, 365 cartoons every day of the year. If you miss Saturday morning, you miss those cartoons for a whole week. So you did anything you could not to get that punishment. Right, Boomer? That's right. (laughs) You did not want to miss those Saturday cartoons. These were all privileges. Um, These were things that I wanted, I earned when I got older. You know, it was spending the night with friends, going out, doing things you wanted, um, getting to drive your car. All these were privileges. Um, and privileged was also a term, and that usually meant you were wealthy. You lived in those big houses, drove nice cars, you know, had all you know, really nice clothes, just had the best of everything, and it was referred to as you grew up privileged. But now, the word seems to have morphed and kind of changed meanings, and there's just all different kind of privileges. Um, I find it interesting that... The word, uh, I realize that our lexicon changes over time and that you really can't fight that. But sometimes you have to take a step back and go, wait a minute. What you're saying and how you're using this word really isn't right. And so I wanted to talk about that today and just kind of go over the different kind of privileges um, that they think we have nowadays. And also, if any of you want to call in or text in and kind of talk about a, a certain privilege you think you have or don't have, let us know. Um, But I found this uh, interesting article about privileges, and um, I I found it interesting, too, because they said there was 15 kinds of privilege, and it wasn't an exhaustive list. Uh, That sounds exhaustive to me. I can't imagine that many kinds of privilege, but (laughs) apparently there is. Um, So I'll just kind of go over this with you guys, and I'm going to snap my little paper there like Phil does. (laughs) Social privilege is a term that refers to the rights or benefits that are extended to a certain group of people based on their social status. While common examples of social privileges include the ability to obtain a well-paying job, access to quality education, um, you know, freedom from discrimination, and while social privileges confer significant advantages, um, there are definitely cycles, you know, there, there's as such a social privilege can perpetuate a cycle of inequality that's passed down from generation to generation, according to them. And they listed all these different types of privilege. 
And of course, the first is the most well-known, which is white privilege. It says here, white privilege is a term for the societal privilege that benefits white people beyond those commonly experienced by non-white people under the same social, political, and economic circumstances. Um, examples of white privilege is being able to walk down the street without being seen as suspicious by police. Uh, this is a privilege that white people have uh, more than other races, such as African-American. Similarly, white people are seen as natural in the boardrooms of major companies. And by contrast, non-white people in the boardroom would be seen as an outlier and be conspicuous. Um, so let's talk about that for a minute. I think it's interesting um, that privilege now has a color, an immutable part of you that you have no control over. And a lot of people feel, I think, that when it's something that you have no control over and maybe you were, didn't grow up privileged, it's hard to understand how someone can then refer to you as privileged just based on the color of your skin. And I do have to agree, I think that that is, it's, it's a way that others you. And it's a way that, you know, that makes, uh, separates people, separates races, separates ethnicities. And I really don't like separation. I tend to think of us all as the human race and that there's different ethnicities, but we're all so much more alike than we are different. And I think that that's probably, that's probably the way most of you think of it. And the next one, which I think is interesting, is gender privilege, specifically male privilege. Now, I find that interesting that that would be listed as a privilege because I don't think men really have that much of a privilege, to be honest with you. What it says here is being cis male is also a global privilege, and America was specifically designed as a patriarchy, a.k.a. a system of government in which men hold the power and women are excluded from it to institutionalize this advantage. If you're a cis man, which cis meaning you were born male and you still are male, for those who might not know, you benefit from this setup in many invisible ways. Did you know that, Boomer, that you are a cis male and you have male or gender privilege? Oh, like cis white male is what I've heard, right? Yes, that's exactly it. You're privileged. <laughs> well, you are an Alabama fan. That is a I, distinct I, and total privilege. There, so, okay. I will give you that. Thanks. But I also have you that are privilege. Too, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm wearing You're my wearing uh, tooth. Wearing my hound's tooth today, representing. Yes. So. Um, it says the fact that men are always in a position of power and that women are systematically disempowered uh, from business, household dynamics to perceived intelligence. Uh, it says you name it, fill in the blank is facts. Um, holding male privilege doesn't mean you aren't greatly disadvantaged by not fitting into the ideals of conventional beauty or that your masculinity is not connected to your childbearing or rearing decisions and capabilities, but that you do less of the household labor. You may be able to walk alone at night without fear. Um, it, things like that, I think, are just way over generalized. They don't take into the account that men have a much higher suicide rate. Men feel the pressure of life much more distinctly sometimes than women. They feel the pressure to provide. They feel the pressure to take care of their children, their wife, their household. Um, and 
they feel it distinctly when it falls apart, I think in a different way. And, uh, oh, I have a caller. We got Clarence. Clarence oh, from I see Huntsville. All Come right. on in, Clarence. Hi, Clarence. Hi, I, I got you. I got you a question. First, first of all, if a if a white male, uh huh, a, a male that's a male, he's called a cis man. Do you, what, what, what do you call it when you got a man that wants to be a female? Is that just a sissy? Uh, very funny. Um, I ah. yeah, I'm not. I I get lost on these terms after a while. I guess that's the trans female. I I don't know. Yeah, hey, I, I I gotta talk about white privilege because uh, my experience as a white male has not been of white privilege. My experience as a white male has been has been discrimination based off of affirmative action several times in my career. Uh, Interesting. You actually, you, you know, I, I have I have actually been told by a company that I was the wrong thing for that company at that moment, and being that I was a white male, although I was the top producer for that company, and I was the only person that was actually doing what they were supposed to be doing, and I was getting passed over by bottom bottom of the barrel people. Uh, so you don't you didn't company. feel your privilege there? Um you don't I feel, feel <laughs> You didn't feel any privilege? Um I, I yes, did did men historically have uh an advantage over women in some ways? Sure. Um but I will say this for hundreds of years I think we we toiled beside each other. Um, in just, you know, we were an agrarian society until a hundred and something years ago. So, you know, everybody's out there slaving away, doing their part. I don't think there was, um, as much privilege in being a male and there's still, I don't think so now. I mean, what do you think about men being, having a higher rate of suicide, men having a lower, they're historically at the lowest point now of college attendance, I think, since when they started, you know, tracking these things. I, I 100% agree that men feel that way. And uh, I also 100% agree that men shouldn't be going to college in the first place at this point because uh, the trades are where the money's at now. I, I That's have true. two college degrees. And could I go and make more money in the trade than what I do with my two college degrees? Very likely. Well, thank you. Know? you. And, and I appreciate uh, your call. Thank you so much. And I sorry, I had to cut you. We do have to go to a break. Thanks. Yep. Brumer, take us out to a break. <laughs> Sorry, he got to going, and I didn't even notice it. Hey, guys, thank y'all so much, and we'll be right back with Right Side Radio. See you in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Phil Williams Show. We're solid, conservative, and just plain right. This is Lee from Huntsville. For some reason, he decided to take off and left me in charge. Amazing. And I have been talking about the topic of privilege. What privilege means to you. uh, How the word privilege has changed over time. And I do want to mention that John... Paul from Huntsville has given me an A plus so far. Oh, I'm, that's a big deal if, if he's giving you an A plus. I'm feeling very good about that. John, nice. Uh, says I'm privileged because I get to listen to Right Side Radio Monday through Friday from two to five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that promo there. Um, 
So it is, uh, it's definitely a topic that stirs something in people. Um, we have a caller and full disclosure, my best friend called in because I told her to. I said, hey, I'm doing this and no one may call in. So please call in. She's an awesome uh, conservative female voice and wanted to hear what she thought on this topic of privilege. So, hey. Hi there, Dee. You want to talk to uh, hey. privilege? Hey. Want to talk to privilege and what uh, what this topic means to you? Hey, well, first of all, I want to say congratulations on your debut. Oh. You are absolutely crushing it. <laughs> um, as as a publicist, I have to say I also give you an A plus. So, oh, thank you. job well done. Um, most welcome. So, yeah. So, privilege. I listen. Now, you you and I have been friends for you know since tenth grade, and uh, we talk about a variety of topics like this. We sort of have we've kind of you know run the spectrum in terms of our political leanings, we went from sort of like being moderate liberals, yes, we confess it, all the way over to like uh, today, I mean, there's no other definition for us except far right, it has to be, like super, <laughs> like extra all the way right. Um, Definite concern. But, yeah, 100. Um, but I will say that, you know, I, it's so easy to get in the weeds with topics like privilege, you know, uh, with, you know, Full disclosure on my end, I am happen to be a identity politics is dead, but I am a black woman, and I um, so I'm I'm sort of have a different perspective on how this whole privilege conversation goes down. In my opinion, it is a look over here, don't look over there um, distraction. In right. my opinion, I think it is absolutely a way for um, to keep stoking the fire of this division that has that started in 2008. I'm not going to mention who was president when that happened. Um, but starting in 2008, this real concerted effort to divide the country based on trivial matters like race, which is not even really race. It's ethnicity, right? right. It's color. It's skin color. And it's obsession with skin color. And and it's gone all the way now over to this ridiculous, asinine DEI conversation, which isn't really a thing. And because, as you and I discussed many, many times, the word shouldn't even be equity. It should be equality. Quality, equity right. is guarantee of outcome. Equality is guarantee of opportunity. And what my stepfather fought for in the 60s was guarantee of opportunity, Amen. Uh, not not outcome. So but, you know, as far as the whole privilege conversation and white privilege and first of all, as a black woman, right after the whole, you know, after St. George Floyd, uh, the whole, that whole debacle. Yes, I said what I said um, after that whole debacle happened, I. I got so tired of white people calling me and apologizing for being white. And, and I had to, I actually had to, there was a couple of people I had to say, listen, you and I have known each other for a long time. We've been, for, uh, by the way, Lee was not one of those people, obviously, uh, no. <laughs> but, but it, never, but, but I, I had to tell a couple of people, I had to say, listen, you are, you're actually um, confessing that you are a racist. If you think that you, by the virtue of the color of your skin, are somehow above me or advantaged because of the color of your skin, and 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 that I cannot possibly get a leg up, get um, you know, excel at anything, have anything accomplished with by my by my own meritocracy without your help. Mm -hmm. Now, it does also it it also is worth mentioning that every single person who's ever hired me, white. All of them. So I don't I don't know what this whole privilege obsession is. It's not real. It's not a thing. Um, white privilege is actually flipped the other if it ever did exist. And I think it, there was a time when it was 
I don't necessarily think it was privilege. I think it was just maybe strong arming mm-hmm. um, way, way back in the day. But now it's completely flipped. I think the, la- the least desirable thing to be in this country today is a white male. The least desirable thing to be. Mm. Right after that, white female. So, I, you know, it's, it's completely flipped on its end, and if it ever did exist at all. And, and I think it's also now a way for black people, and I'm saying what I'm saying, and I'm not apologizing for it, to keep black people mad and white people guilty. That's what mm. this whole agenda is. And to so I don't end? participate in it. You know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I'm not into it. I don't play that game at all. If anybody ever comes to me with any of that woke garbage, I check them quick. And that includes at the workplace. So what do you think the end is? To what end do they do, they, uh, do the divide and conquer? What do you think the end game is? Well, I mean, do you really want to go down the Alex Jones rabbit hole? I mean, that's... <laughs> Are we are we about I mean, to talk about globalists? Really <laughs> right. So there's a much, much bigger picture here, and that this is probably not the forum or the show to talk about that at this juncture, but I do think that there is a much bigger agenda and this obsession with race, this obsession with, you know, what used to be affirmative action is now diversity hiring. People who are, are truly, you know, there's a there's this argument that I'll I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I was an athlete, right? I was a I was a, a gymnast at and Alabama. She's it Roll it. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. And uh and I never had anything I was in arguably the whitest sport in America. Um, mm. you know, when I was coming up in the sport. And it's still kind of the whitest sport in America. And I never had any issues, zero, not one, with being objectified, with being um, denied a score I deserved, with not getting the opportunity to train with the coaches that I needed to train with to be able to excel and have my trajectory go up and to the right in the sport. None of that ever happened, ever. Mm. In 17 years as a very top-tier competitive athlete, I never had a problem getting what I needed. Thank God for my mom, who was able to afford it because it's a very expensive sport. But you know, it was all about the people in my life. And obviously all my coaches were white. Oh, maybe that's not obvious, but they were. All my coaches were white. Everyone I competed against for the most part, there was a handful of us that were black, maybe three when I was coming up. So it was, it was about who is the best gymnast on that day and right. who can stick their landings and who can do the best routine and get the best score. I never had any kind of unfavorable treatment because of the color of my skin. And if anything, if anything, I was privileged because I could run fast and jump really high. And a lot <laughs> and of people you could did. say that that had something to do with my, with my race. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt D and Lee. Hey, we we have to go to a hard break right now. But um, if you want D to hold on, we can have her right back right at the, the next break. Thank you all so much for listening. You got guest host Lee here with Boomer in studio with Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Right Side Radio, where we're solid, conservative, and just plain right. I like that you had to let that, let it just play out. I love it. Of course I did. Of course I did. That's the national, that's the, excuse me, that's the state anthem, right? You have to put your hand over your heart. Just let it play. You got to let it play. Put your hand over your heart. Every child has to learn the words, all that. Um, So I didn't, I kind of cut D off and I wanted to let her kind of finish up her, her thoughts there. If you can get her back on. Hey, D. Um, I, Hey, Hey, so just kind of wrapping up your thoughts. In Birmingham, they love the governor. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Every child has to learn how to sing that song. I mean, it's absolutely, it's more than a right passage. I couldn't leave the house until I knew it. Exactly. Um, so uh, as far as privilege goes, if you want to just kind of wrap up your thoughts on, on privilege and how you think it's been, um, that, that term has been changed and kind of warped and bent to, uh, virtue signal. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's more now just, again, I think it's a gratuitous sort of dog whistle to, to you know, and I think it's very timed, right? I think mm-hmm. I think there's there's ebbs, ebbs and flows. There's They kind of cherry pick, and by they, I mean the left, they cherry pick, you know, when it is and isn't appropriate to sort of, um, you know, throw that penalty flag. And, you know, I've seen it, um, you know, in the workplace. Um, you know, I work in corporate and, mm-hmm. um, you know, People are 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 just kind of prickly about it, and there's a there's an overcorrection um, where it's where you know instead of people earning what they what they deserve based on solely based on meritocracy, there is sort of a um, a you know we feel bad because of an experience you never had 400 years ago kind of guilt that people are dragging around behind them. And it's, I think it's affecting the boardroom. I think it's affecting um, corporate America. I think that people are, who are less than qualified. Yes, there are, there is a, it is definitely a thing um, where people who are qualified have been overlooked. I'm not denying that that's not some people's experience, but I'm also not denying that it's some people's experience that they are getting privilege mm-hmm. um, where meritocracy is the order of the day. And so privilege is actually now making companies and businesses hemorrhage money. They are, you know, they're hiring the wrong people for jobs. They are inevitably either leaving or getting fired because they did not hire the right person for the job. And it's just a, it's a system that doesn't work. It's very broken. And it all started with a black square, in my opinion. Interesting. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, you calling in. And um, as usual, you're hundred percent right on. Um, And you know, I, I, I'm glad to get your perspective because it is a perspective that you don't hear very often, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. Great job today, and <laughs> y'all have fun. Thanks. All right, so uh, back to the privilege conversation. I only hit two privileges, by the way, Boomer. And that's okay. Uh, wow, Dee's these comments were amazing. Uh, well, yes, yeah, she does work in PR. She knows how to speak and how to write. <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah, it was it, it it you know it hit home just listening, uh, just listening to her um, talk from that end, but also talk from the end of the sports aspect as mm-hmm. well, because um, I I'm a sports guy and I love that and I know my wife is and stuff, but coming from that end was it was very interesting. Yeah, she's she's the first to say you know her experience may not be everyone's experience, but it's still legitimate mm-hmm. and. Um, she was very successful and, uh, she was successful because she was driven. She was hardworking, she was smart, 
um, still is, all those things. And she worked harder than everyone else. And that's why she got where she got. Plus mm. some God-given talent uh, sprinkled all over her like fairy dust. <laughs> um, she was amazing in her day and still is. Um, so I'm going to move on because there were 15 kinds of privilege, Ooh, if you didn't know. <laughs> 15. Yes. Wow. So, you know, moving on from male privilege... Uh, the privilege of getting ba uh, bashed every day by, you know, umpteen different uh, uh, directions. And, um, and I'm just seeing here on Fox News about that, uh, the trans woman on International Women's Day. And I just can't keep thinking to myself, geez, like even men are better women. Oh. <sighs> so um, the next privilege they have on here is heterosexual privilege. Did you know you had that, Bimmer? Um, globally, it's a privilege. Now, globally, perhaps. Um, okay. It means you have the benefit of, benefit of identifying as straight and would not face the same discrimination or threats to your safety as a result of your sexuality. Oh, okay. It can also mean that you have more rights. Mm. More specifically, heterosexual privilege can mean you don't have to fear others finding out about your orientation, and that you can hold hands with your romantic partner without being scorned, mocked, or threatened, and that you're not identified as a deviant or damaged because who you're attracted to. But aren't they trying to take away those rights? <laughs> Here's the thing. Globally, <laughs> yes, I could, I could understand that. They are throwing them off buildings in some countries. Um, you know, I do... Uh, uh, have a heart for people who are um, hunted down and persecuted in other countries uh, for being gay. That is wrong. Um, and that is sad that this is happening in this day and age. But I think you have to look at it from a point of, I'm a live and let live sort of person. I always have been. And um, you do you and I'll do me. Um, I think that that's a good way to operate. And um and it was kind of that way in the beginning, wasn't it, Boomer? I mean, like in the beginning of the LGBTQ rights being forefront, it was acceptance. It was we just want to, to live like everyone else. We just want to have the same uh, the rights as everyone else. Um, mm. But it's moved on from that. And now it's moved to you must approve. You uh, must applaud. Yeah, but why are they you, trying to push it on us? Like, it's their choice. I... And, and the thing is, is the way they live their life is the way they live their life. It's a free country and they are free to do as they wish. Correct. And, but, uh, you know, singling someone out and saying, well, because you aren't posting things that are pro whatever mm -hmm. online or because you aren't because companies aren't coming out and saying, oh, this is awesome. We love this. Instead of just trying to be apolitical, then that becomes somehow a drawback. And I think that um, seeking approval is not the direction to go. The direction to go is live and let live. And I wish more companies would become apolitical. Mm. And, what you know, because why? I don't know. Why turn off part of your audience? You know, either direction. So. I don't know. Is it a privilege um, uh, to be heterosexual? Um, maybe in other countries, yes. I'll give you that. Here in the United States, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's pretty much evened out. Because you're talking about a minority, a very small minority, but a very, very vocal minority. And then when you move on to trans, even smaller, almost minuscule, but extraordinarily vocal. So I think they get a lot of press. Um I think they get a lot of, you know, what is it? Um, uh, it's like 1% of the population gets like 75% of the news. And so I don't know. I think it's, it's just being beat to death personally. And 
They also have cisgender privilege on here. <laughs> so it's not enough to have heterosexual. I, don't those two kind of go hand in hand? Yeah. If you're heterosexual, are you not cisgender as well? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. I could be confused. Um, but cisgender, again, folks, is when you identify with the gender which which you were assigned at birth. If you have this privilege, you're not likely to be harassed in public restrooms or locker room spaces, face questions about your genitals from strangers, be clinically considered mentally unwell, or be regularly assigned the wrong pronouns. Um, now, again, I have a heart for people who feel so uncomfortable in their own skin that they want to live. You know, man who feels he has to live as a woman. I, I have a heart for that. That must be difficult. It really must be. Um, but if you're a man and I have a young daughter and we're in a locker room and you're stripping down, um, there, that, there's going to be a problem from me. I don't think it's right to expose things to children that are unnecessary, have separate dressing rooms. Um, when they're talking about the, you know, harassed in public restrooms, nobody wants to harass anyone, but I also want to feel safe as a woman and safe as a mother. Um, so I, I think that's understandable and I think that's right. Um, and especially when, you know, if I'm in a bathroom and the only other person in there is six, four and burly with a beard, I'm going to feel a little bit on edge because I don't know if my safety is in question there mm. being a smaller, you know, I don't know, Boomer, being a male, I think you don't feel that as much, but, um, I, I don't, for me, it's more of a safety issue. Well, yeah, it's absolutely a safety issue. I mean, I, I was talking to my wife the other day about it, and it was the same same as you. Is like if she walks into a, a restroom and she's a she sees a, a a giant man with a beard, but identifies as a woman in her bathroom, she'd be. I mean, that's that would be terrifying. Yeah, it's just it's it's not a yeah a safety thing. Yeah, it's and a that, safety issue, and that would be in the back of your head, obviously, and it should be right. Um, looks like we got another caller, Jeff, uh, from Indiana. <laughs> Good old Jeff. You're you're just probably mad it was me and not you, right, Jeff? <laughs> oh, oh, you're doing a great job. Well, I, I'm thank you. Bill's probably listening in, and he's uh, he may be looking over his shoulder. You're doing uh -oh. a great job. <laughs> <laughs> just as soon as you nail that uh, that fast lawyer speak down, you'll be all right. <laughs> oh yeah, not a lawyer, so not going to happen. What do you think, Jeff, about privilege? Like, what what privilege do you have? Well, I, I'm privileged to uh, be an old 60-year-old truck driver, broke down, got a bad back, got a bad knee, and working 70 hours a week that I'm privileged enough to work out here to, so I can pay for the uh, all the government things that the, the people are sitting around that they're more able-bodied than me can sit on their butt all day long and, and uh, let me sit out here and work 70 hours a week. Well. I'm very privileged to do that. Yes, that sounds privileged. Uh, did you know you had, uh, you have white male, well, I'm assuming, you have white male privilege. You're like doubly privileged. And then there's a lot more privilege, or in cisgender too, and probably heterosexuals. I mean, you're loaded with privilege. Lots I don't of know privilege, you, Jeff. <laughs> lots of privilege, Jeff. Well, well, but, well didn't, didn't you get the notice? <laughs> uh, it, it's okay to be racist now. Um, it's, yes, uh, I, I find it interesting you said okay, just like uh, that, that poll they did about is it okay to be white. I, I'm like, well, it's okay to be uh, whatever you are because you're, you know, well, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, the schools and everything are, are, are doing racist things and stuff, and it's, it's basically in government stuff. And if government says it's okay to be one race or another and, and discriminates on the, the basis of one skin color, then it's, it must be fine to be racist. So. You know, heck, embrace it, I guess. It's, uh, 
it's fine for, for for some people, so it should be fine for all. I I agree. I just wish we could all understand that we uh, we are so much more alike than we are different, and there's no need for this. Yeah. It's 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 not helpful. It's not right. But th- thank you so much for calling in, Jeff. I appreciate it. It'll be you in this seat next time, and I'll call in and uh, give you a hard time. <laughs> Oh, All right. Yeah. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> You're doing great. All right, Boomer. <laughs> Take us to break. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Right Side Radio. I'm Boomer, and you got guest host Lee from Huntsville right here in Phil's seat. We'll see y'all right when we get back. Everybody. Welcome back. Right Side Radio. Glad to be back. This is Lee sitting in for Phil. Man, yeah. Phil's going to have to watch out with you here, Miss <laughs> Lee. <laughs> I think he's probably safe. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm a little hungry. What are you hungry for? Uh, guys, y'all know what time it is. It's, I'm hungry for some Just Love Coffee. Yeah, their food is delicious. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw some pictures of Just Love Coffee with those waffle. They make all their sandwiches like in a waffle iron. Yeah, they do. And so it's like all crispy. It's fantastic. They have great hummus and vegetables, oh, too. Oh, man. Oh, and they're... Oh, Oh, my kids love it. They got, I think they have like chicken and waffles, all kinds of different things. They're on Hughes Road in Madison. Yeah. And uh, North Parkway, kind of north of uh, Bob Wallace there on the exit road. No, I have a question. Are you a Are you a normal coffee drinker or a treat coffee drinker? What What, what do you like? Uh, definitely treat coffee. Oh. I have to do a latte. Yes. Oh, a latte. All yeah. right. Yep. Have to do the lattes. I need more milk. I can't. I can't do straight coffee. <laughs> It's, that's good. Well, right. guys, if you stop in at Just Love Coffee, how about you just tell them that Right Side Radio sent you? We love hearing that. I love hearing that people go there. We love seeing pictures on the text thread when people go. And it's pretty awesome. It is very delicious. All right. So I see we got a caller, Brian in Huntsville. Hey, Brian. Uh, uh, hello. Hi. Well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, so, well, And I want to mention mm-hmm. Just Love Coffee also has unsweetened tea for people like me. Oh, well, good to know. Do you ever eat their food? It's really good. Yes, I have, and everything, even one of the best. One and of the other items that was not mentioned is waffled. They cooked it in a waffle. It's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. And, you know, their story's great, too. And if anybody's wondering, just stop in and ask them about it. It's great, great backstory for this chain as well. So, Brian, what do you think about uh, Privilege? Oh, well, and first of all, you are doing a fantastic job today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. If if I was, if it was in the morning, I might be able to keep up with you better. <laughs> That's my time of the day. Otherwise, I'll I'll uh, wait and ask Jesus and my wife, my two highest powers. Amen. And uh, we'll go through from there. But in any case, privilege. Oh no, privilege is granted. My parents granting me privileges to do things, even mm-hmm. getting my driver's license. And then if I did something stupid, it was taken away. It is right. totally different from freedom, mm-hmm. which God 
has given us. That's right. I'm I'm free to make bad choices, but I get my privileges taken away if I abuse my freedom. Agreed. Do you consider the privilege of being just born in the United States? To me, that's one of the biggest privileges you can have in life is just being born here. I consider it a blessing. Yes. I don't consider it a privilege, I think. And uh, I've been to multiple countries while I've been here. And I see things. Another thing that is my privilege is to try to help others that not have not been born into certain circumstances. No, I don't consider it a privilege. I consider it to, I was meant to be here, and I'm also meant to share that. Okay. Well, I think that's great, Brian, and I think that's uh, a, a basic truth. We're all here uh, on this earth at this time in this country, and uh, it is a privilege. It is a blessing both to be born here, to live here um, during this time oh, in life, in season, and I think what we have to do is help as many people as we can while we're here on this earth. By the way, as eloquent as you speak and everything, when are you running for office? And which one? <laughs> Probably never. I am. I don't know that I would be a good politician. <laughs> I'm not sure because I can't hold my tongue. You know. And is, they, well, that would be a good politician, <laughs> well, in my opinion. Y'all have uh, a blessed night. Thank, thank you. You too. Bye. Um, I think that all in all. My takeaway from all these conversations about privilege and all the different kinds of privilege that people think exist, um, the number one privilege for me is being an American and understanding what that means and understanding the freedom that I have to worship as I choose, to uh, associate with whomever I choose, uh, to be mobile up and down, to increase my station in life. In so many countries, what you're born into is where you're staying. And there is no chance to ever go from lower class to middle class to upper class. America was born as an idea. And it is a freedom that no other country has. And I think that the freedom to to worship, the freedom to be who we are, the freedom to to excel, the freedom to do the best that we possibly can, that's the biggest privilege we can possibly have. What do you think, Boomer? Ooh. Wow, absolutely. That was well said and well put. Well, thank you. That was, yeah, that was awesome. Phil is going to be back yeah, tomorrow. He is. I have not tomorrow, officially taken over for him. Let me, let me ask you a question. <laughs> how, how quick did it go? Because I knew before you were like, wow, this is going to be a whole hour? But it went pretty fast, didn't it? It went so fast. I I definitely would not make it through any Triple Dipper ever. So good for him that he ever does it. So, Well, Lee, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for guest hosting today for Phil. Well, thanks. I've had a blast. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to Right Side Radio. You got Boomer here and the guest host, Lee from Huntsville. We'll be back tomorrow. Phil will be back tomorrow with some more Right Side Way and Right Side Ruffian stuff. All right, here we go, guys. Y'all have a blessed day, and we'll talk to you soon.
right side ruffians out there, you are listening to Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right.